0: Welcome, everybody, to State of the Division AL East. It's been a fun season thus far, and today, week three, I'm joined by Sam Lakini. He's a video editor here at Just Baseball and a pretty big TikToker in the baseball world. Maybe not as big as Peter, but pretty damn big himself. He's a huge Yankees fan, as you can probably see from his big Derek Jeter sign if you're on YouTube behind him. Huge Yankees fan. I know we had Jake on last week, who's a Yankees fan himself, but I think we're going to be able to give you an unbiased opinion here, but I think it's going to be interesting to talk about how the Yankees have been doing here all season. But in this last week, Sam, I'm going to, I'm going to go right into that. The Yankees stand right now, 15 and six. They just came back against the Royals. We don't know the final there. If they win that one, they'll be 16 and six. They are second in baseball and run scored. They're they have the second least runs against in all of baseball. They're nine and one in their last ten. They're second in team WRC plus. Last year, Sam, what plagued them was was striking out. This year, twenty two point seven percent K rate is fourteenth in baseball. Last year, sixth highest K rate. They've made adjustments. They lead baseball in hard hit rate. Anthony Rizzo is tied for the MLB lead in home runs, he's fourth in wrc plus. Aaron Judge is playing like an mvp, 11th in wrc plus. DJ LeMahieu is coming back. He's hitting over 300 again. They're second in team era and fifth in team fip. Sam, I'm wondering
1: as we're talking today, are the Yankees the second best team in baseball behind the Dodgers? Ooh, so uh, first off, I want to thank you for having me. This is my debut podcast here, so I do want to thank you for having me. Um, that is a very difficult question. Right now, they're playing like it. To be honest with you, they are they are outgoing. All of the expectations that we had for them this year, I have been piping them up as a third-place team in that division. So has Peter. Me and him have kind of been on that same page. The Blue Jays are better. The Ted Bay Rays are better. But right now, as it stands, they're 15-6, and six, could be 16-6 and six after we get done this. Ooh, the second best team in baseball. I think on paper, when you look at it, I think you could make the argument, but I do not think that that is going to, I don't think it's going to pan out that way. And I don't think they're the second best team in baseball. I still prefer the Blue Jays. I just think they're a better baseball team.
0: So who on this Yankees roster then are you questioning their performance thus far? Because obviously if you're saying that, you know, that the Yankees are maybe overperforming in some aspects, who for you is overperforming?
1: Who's definitely Rizzo. Without a shadow of a doubt, it's Rizzo because as as Yankees fans, we screamed for Freeman and we screamed for Olson for the entire offseason. When we re-signed Rizzo, it seemed kind of boring. That was like the obvious pick and it's like, eh, you know, whatever. It's Rizzo. It's fine. He's doable there. But he's playing like an MVP right now. His numbers are absolutely off the charts. Judge is also incredible. Glaber Torres this week has also been awesome, which is great to see. Um, and you know, the bullpen's been great. The pitching staff has been crazy good. I'm so glad that Luis Severino is back to his old self and he looks like damn near an ace. He's been awesome outside of the start today, which was relatively poor, but there are a lot of guys that are really outperforming their expectations right here. I think Tyone's been really good. Montgomery's been really good. The entire starting pitching staff outside of maybe Garrett Cole, but his last two starts have been great too. And the bullpen's been great as well. So a lot of guys have been outperforming their expectations so far, Colby.
0: So let's move on to the team that you right now consider the second best team in baseball, the Blue Jays, because they've been on fire too. They really have been. They're 14 and eight right now, 89 runs scored, 89 runs against seven and three in their last 10. And that's not counting today where Kevin Gosman today, when seven innings pitched 10 Ks over the Astros, he struck out eight or more in four or five starts. He looks even better than he did last year. And over their last 13 games, they played the Red Sox and the Astros. For all of those games, they went nine and four. So it's not like they've been playing a powder puff schedule. Santiago Espinal has looked fantastic. This is a guy that many people probably don't even know about yet, but he's been amazing 118 WRC plus, three defensive run saves. He's a gold glove caliber glove at second base and a much needed presence in that lineup for them because Kevin Biggio has been struggling. It's crazy to me. You look at the Blue Jays. Bo is their lowest WRC plus in the entire lineup. It's crazy, but I yeah. love this team. I love
1: this team too. Yeah, I am absolutely obsessed with the Blue Jays. Kevin Gaussman right now, so far this year, has probably been my favorite pitcher to watch. That splitter is crazy. And I was going to bring up Bichette as well, because he's been struggling for the, you know, large majority of the beginning of the season. And, you know, they don't have Teoscar, um, and Bichette's still struggling. And this, I think that once this offense gets rolling, I think it's all about consistency with them. That starting, this three-headed monster that they have with Manoa, Gosman, and Barrios, I think it's going to be crazy and so key for them this year. The only letdown, I think, could you could look at the bullpen and say, ah, you know, I think that's the thing they probably improve on at the deadline, but that's their only weakness, and it's not even that bad. Like, I love Jordan Romano. I think he's crazy. He's a freak. Um, but I think this team is going to be unstoppable this year, Colby.
0: Yeah, I mean, when we looked at them preseason, they didn't really make any – big splashes they lost Ray they obviously got Gaussman and that was kind of a trade-off but what they did gain is getting George Springer back healthy and this season he's playing up to an MVP caliber level Mm. six home runs a 176 WRC plus when Teoscar Hernandez comes back that's a three headed monster I do not want to deal with in the playoffs and I think it might be the biggest three-headed monster of any team Teoscar Hernandez George Springer and Vladdy back-to-back-to-back, to back to back. right? it's right up there with Shroud,
1: Otani, Rendon. Crazy, crazy lineup. No, I agree. Those dudes just flat-out rake. They're scary to play against with anybody. Like, I just – I don't want to see any of those dudes up at the plate. Vlad steps into the box, I don't want to see it. Even with Bichette right now struggling, I don't want to see it. And I just think they have so much potential. They're my pick to go to the World Series out of the American League this year. That is my pick. I just think they're going to be more solid than any other team in the American League.
0: It's just their year. It really is just their mm-hmm. year. Now let's move on to the team that we always seem to undervalue. And maybe by this point, we're not. And I just keep, we just keep saying that we undervalue them when really everybody knows that they're going to be good. And it's the race. They're 12 and 10, 90 runs scored, 93 runs against their pitching though, has been a strength. They're getting the lowest amount of innings pitched from their starting pitchers in baseball. And yet it's working. Sam eighth, best team. ERA, Tenth best starter ERA. And I think this, this rotation will develop as the year goes on drew rasmussen is building up right now he's a guy that i think will come on strong he had six, he went six innings pitched nine k's against the mariners last week 3.5 era 3.33 three fifth kluber looks solid this lineup hasn't gotten going all the way yet i think this is a team that really just hasn't gotten going all the way the only thing that does scare me right now about this team is that wander franco right now is dealing with some hamstring tightness and i'm not to say that that that's going to bother him for a long time. But if a guy, if Wander Franco gets hurt, this team could be really, really hurting with the way their lineup as shaky, has been shaken out behind him.
1: No, and I think he's been crazy so far. He's been awesome. Obviously, in the Red Sox series, he was so, he was huge for them. Uh, another guy, G-Man Choi, has been crazy this year. I think, let me check on this real quick. I did write this down. Um, G Man Choi is a 226 WSU+. plus. He's slashing 357, 491, 595 so far this season. He's been insane. And I'm not expecting that kind of production out of G Man Choi this year, but early on, it's been awesome to see.
0: You I mean, dude, that's he doesn't qualify in played appearances, but that WRC plus would put him in yeah. the top five in all of baseball, mm-hmm. right? You go down to the top five, it's Trout, it's Jose Ramirez, it's Nolan Arenado, it's Rizzo. JP Crawford's a shocking one. He's been G crazy. Man Choi, right now, though, would be slotted in third, third in all of baseball. Yeah.
1: He's, so, he's been crazy when he's been playing, man. It's
0: awesome. But crazy. that's the thing. It's like you're going to have to lean on a guy like that. The The one guy that really has shocked me thus far is Brandon Lau, who right mm. now just really hasn't gotten it going. His hard hit rates down, fly ball rate is down. This is a guy that hit 39 home runs last year. And they're really going to need him at the top of that lineup. He leads off a lot for them and he's a table setter. And that's a guy that, you know, right after him, if Wander Franco sitting right after him, that's going to be where they're going to get a lot of run production from. But yeah, man, I agree. I think this team, where do you see the ALE shaking out, right? Like in terms of playoffs, do you think the Rays are going to, are, are going to be the, that, you
1: know, second wild card team, first wild card team? I do. Yes, I do. Uh, the way I, I've been telling everybody how I have it said is I think the Blue Jays are going to win the division. I think that's how it's going to pan out. I do think the Rays are going to be the second place team. I think the Yanks are going to be the third place team. We're going to talk about the Red Sox. I think they're going to end up being the fourth place team. But I think it's going to be really tight in there, obviously. This division is so ultra competitive. It's ultra competitive. And I do want to move on to the Red Sox now
0: because, as we know, I'm a Red Sox fan. This has been one of the most pathetic starts I've seen from a Red Sox team offensively. They're possibly going to lose 2 of 3 to the Orioles. That game isn't a rain delay right now, but they're down 4 to 1 in the 6th. Yeah. And the pitching has been fine. I don't I think the pitching will take a lot of blame for the Red Sox losses at this point in the season because I'm going to read a tweet from Jeremy Frank that I saw today. Yesterday the Red Sox became the first team to get walked off on by every other team in their division in a single month since the Cubs in May, 2012. And we talk a lot about one run losses. And at the end of the season, it really does come down to your record in one run games, because those games are coin flip games, really how you shake it out. Right. And the Red Sox thus far, have not been able to win these close games they've been blowing leads late and they just cannot squeak out those extra wins and that really is the difference right now between them being you know 11 and 9 versus 9 and 13 or you know what have you right the offense though has just been pathetic Sam they have the only guy that's hitting is Xander that's it they have three players three players Devers Bogarts and JD Martinez are the only hitters in that lineup who are over 100 WRC plus. Outside of those three, their other regulars are combining for 189. But I want to ask you: I mean, you're outside looking in. This can't not be sustainable, right? As as unsustainable as you think Rizzo's WRC plus is, right? This cannot be sustainable for the Red Sox.
1: No, absolutely not. I mean, we saw Trevor Story came in and he hasn't done anything so far this season. This offense last year was a top 5 offense in all of baseball. I can there's no way this happens for the rest of the regular season. I fully expect them to pick up the pace and co- go back to where they were offensively last year because they improved on that. Adding a guy like Trevor Story, you should obviously that your offense will elevate after that. And it's no way is it's sustainable. They're going to hit at some point this year. I would give them a couple more weeks 100%, they're going to be great.
0: Yeah. I don't know about great just because I don't know if they have the depth just yet with those bottom four hitters of, of, you know, the dollbacks of the world, Christian Royals. Like, I don't know if you can, and, and even JBJ, right. And Christian Vasquez, like those four, I think are going to improve, but I don't know if you can rely on them. I'm really hoping that, you know, Tristan Casas can come up at some point this season and we get help elsewhere. Um, And obviously getting Chris sale back in June is going to be, huge but you just got to make sure that by June you're not already out of it right Right. you got to hang in there at this point um so yeah let's finish it off with the Orioles and I don't know if there's really that much to talk about the Orioles this week in terms of what they're just kind of going by the status quo Austin Hayes though has been their bright spot crazy
1: he's been so right he's been 293
0: and he's been raking which you know I didn't really expect when you have guys like Trey Mancini struggling. you have guys like Cedric Mullins who are, who are struggling. and Austin Hayes is kind of taken over that role and having his break out of his own. Oh. So So the biggest
1: the biggest role that I think the Orioles are going to play this year is like nipping wins off of the rest of the four teams. Obviously, we saw them win the series uh, against the Yankees last week. And then even this series right now, they're playing against the Red Sox. They could take two out of three. I just think that's going to be their role this year is they're just going to nip games like one, two, three, like wherever they can. And that's going to be like such a huge factor in how this division pans out. Yeah. I mean, I was listening to the Red
0: Sox broadcast last night and they were talking about how last year, right? The Rays went like 18 and one or whatever it was against the Orioles. And that, that was the difference really in the Rays winning the division versus the Red Sox or the Yankees winning the division. And this year, I think you're right. I think teams, the rest of the division is going to have a tougher time going into Baltimore and won't really just, you know, rock their world and win 10 to one every single game. And, and, You know, it's it's also that little added stress or added mental hurdle that you have to go through to like not take your foot off the gas when you go into Baltimore and throw maybe your bad relievers like you might have to use some guys in Baltimore just to close out these close games. No, um, and that was
1: uh, something Something that I like to see this week is we swept Baltimore, which was great. Last year, we were 10-9 and nine against Baltimore, and then obviously dropping that series early sucked, right? We're all pissed off because it's the Orioles. But I just think that is the biggest thing. It's it's not, You have to beat the bad teams. You have to beat the bad teams. That's the bottom line with this division, and I just think they could play spoiler this year. It's, I think it's going to be really fun with them. Sam, I'm going to close you off with one question, and that
0: is – at what point in the season, if the Yankees are in first place, are you switching over? Obviously you're a Yankees fan. You want to win the World Series. But at right. what point are you like, this
1: team is actually better than the Blue Jays? Ooh, I'd probably say July. It's going to take me a while um, because I just believe in that Blue Jays roster so much. I'm going to go with July. It's going to take me a while because obviously we can't judge this right now, right? We're if Right now it's May 1st, so I'm not going to sit here and judge on that, but I would say July. Yeah. July, August, probably late July for sure. I think that's about right. It's a long
0: season, man. That's, that's just what we have to be preaching right now. No matter if your team is winning like crazy or losing like crazy or in the middle, it's a long season. It's just May 2nd today, right? Mm-hmm. We're just a, not even a month into the season yet. Um, but yeah, so that'll do it today. ALE state of the division, Sam Lakini, you were awesome, man. We got to have you back on you, here. Talking it. Yankees. You're definitely a passionate fan. You just love to see that. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed this episode. Make sure you check out the rest of the week. We got all the rest of the divisions coming. The season really is just starting to heat up. Literally, right? Let's hope the balls start flying a little bit more. Get some more action in these yeah. games. <laughs> ASAP for sure. And with that, thank you, Sam. We will catch you guys later.